Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates yes. are live. And this will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than <laughs> I can because I'm not allowed to you come. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you, mm-hmm. or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. Yeah. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things. Yep. But I feel like since then, I have learned a lot and had some more ideas and I have some surprises up my sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah, there are literally boxes of goodies around us right now now. for Moms on Maui. Yes. The the April ones that are coming out. Yes. The July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash Moms on Maui or go to the show notes Mm -hmm. or just go to our website and click on Moms on Maui. Uh, Apply today because spots are extremely, extremely limited. Lemonated? Limited. Limited. Yes. Uh, So yeah, go apply today. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're actually going to talk about the Seek Rest Collection. Whoa, I went for the clap. Who are you? Do you think they could even hear it though? Yeah. You could see it if you were watching. You were watching. It was a big clap. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk and Love Con- podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and, and I. me. I Brooke, I Brooke, me Brooke, he T J. About T-Shway. where we talk about me. Oh, me yeah. marriage. <laughs> Go ahead. Rhythms. Go ahead. Parenting. Faith. Uh, what we googled. And we try to find language to live a more joy-filled, full life. And if you're here for that, appreciate it. You're in the right place. You're in the right place at the right time. I don't think I've ever had, I don't know. This probably, that's probably an extreme statement. It's probably not true. But nothing comes to the forefront of my mind when I think about, man, was I at the right place at the right time? And, um, I mean, I think like big picture in life and stuff I was, but I'm not like, and I saw a celebrity or I was handed $100. Are those the two things? I don't know. There's okay. probably other things, but what is what, your, do, do okay. you have Mount Rushmore? Oh goodness! Of right place at the right, right place time. at the right time. What could happen to you at this stage of my this life? stage in your life? And let's say, like obviously, you know, someone's like, "Hey, you want a million dollars? Let's oh. let's eliminate that stuff." It's just like that would be. Oh, this is awesome! I can't. Okay, believe so it. I can't be extreme about it. No, like here's a house. Yeah, yeah. Here's a million dollars. Because, like, all obviously, all of us would say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but like more normal, right place. Normal, yeah, normal, normal life, right place, right time. Okay, so first thing that comes to let's go every other because it's gonna take me a little bit. First thing that comes to mind is I happen to be in or around or near a donut shop, and they say, "Hey, we have all these extra donuts that are gluten free and in your favorite some form of peanut butter Oreo flavor." Okay, here. Half a few boxes. Wow, that's and I'm just like, what? That feels like talk free, about. That feels like free house. No, it's caliber. not. <laughs> Is it the right place, the right time? Mine would be, and this <coughs> not one not free house caliber. This one has happened to me when you're at Chick Fil A for mm. lunch, 
but they just stop serving breakfast and they're like, hey, we have all these extra free breakfast sandwiches. And you're like, that's the sweet spot. You got to go sit inside a Chick-fil-A. When do they switch over? 10 o'clock? 1030? I forget the time. Go in and order your lunch and sit down within like the five minute range. And then they have all these breakfast sandwiches they can't sell. Mm -hmm. So they start giving them away to people only inside. That's happened more than once. Yeah. Oh, these That's are both about one. winning free food. Okay. That's a good one. Um, right place, right time. <laughs> well, I feel like at this stage of life. I'm just like, that's like incredible. Free food. That's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Have you seen the cost of it lately? Have you seen the blueberries? <laughs> Don't even look at the organic ones. Uh, but you got to get them or else you'll be poisoned you to death. You won't be able to look at them at all in a few years. She gone. Okay. She blind by blueberries. <laughs> Blinded by the pesticides of non-organic blueberries. I think that happens. Um, okay. It's number one, donuts. Number two. Oh, I got one. Go ahead. You, let's just say this. We might need a collective. I don't okay. know if I have four. Sitting on the porch. Ooh. And I've got a plate of grill. And I got a can of Olipop. Mm. And I crack it open. And start drinking it. Sunlight hits me. Olipop, ex- Olipop executive no, drives this, by. No, Mm-mm. that's this is literally the exact scenario. I am not kidding you. This is the exact <laughs> scenario in which I clarified today. Today, life. We're talking about yeah. this. Yeah, still today, not fifth grade TJ no. in a Coke ad. Okay, <laughs> no, today we need you, and mm. we're not going to pay Here's you in cash. Oh. Free lollipop Nobody for life. Nobody needs cash. Free lollipop for life. Mm. That is the right place <laughs> at the right little, time. That one's a, an elevated level. That's an elevated level from a breakfast Okay, here's, here's a more realistic one. Right place, right time. Our kids go to bed <laughs> without <laughs> getting back up. Yeah. I feel like... That's, that, that's just a great time. That's just all a great around. time. Um, um, I always had this... I feel like we're not going to fulfill this Mount Rushmore, but... Okay. Well, mine just all, if I could just admit it, they all revolve. If I can't do big money, they all revolve around food. <laughs> big money. <laughs> if I can't back up the money truck, they all revolve around food. I'm on the beach Not and anyone. someone says, hey. Free hot dogs. <laughs> no, hot dog. No. Somebody's like, here's a gluten-free pizza. It's, <laughs> it's anything gluten-free that gets handed to me. And I'm like, no way. Because so many places don't Boy. have it. And so it's just like, I feel it like- does feel like the right place at the right time. When you see something on the menu, you can have. It's not meeting anyone. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there'd be some relationships or connections there. Yeah. Um, I feel like you should. I guess that feels more That feels more like, no, I think that would really happen. Yeah. You're we were just, at the right place, right time when we went to that movie premiere. We were sitting in Las Vegas. Maybe that's one time that, I, that and, it would happen. Uh, we looked up and there's a sign. She's out of my league. Yep. It was like premiere. world premiere. She's out of my league. So-and-so date at Whatever. so-and-so time. And I was like... That's in six minutes. Should we go? We walked up, went. All the actors were there. Yeah. Good times. Jay, how do you ever say his last name? I don't name? know. He's um, the voice of how to, how to Train Your Dragon. I feel like before we get started today... Uh, <laughs> we still haven't started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm recording. Phew. 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 Do you remember when we <laughs> did that a couple of times? Yes. Started talking and didn't record. That was a long time ago. Um, we were in our basement. I feel climbing like... Climbing out of windows at that point. <laughs> Man, that was a long running joke. You can get out of these windows, no problem. I don't know if we've ever assessed... Hey, before we get started, I don't think we've ever assessed the windows in this house if we could get in or out. 100% you can get out that one. 
I think a, we it's could. It's a side slider. Aren't all of ours? We don't have any windows that go up. Yeah. All of ours are side sliders. Super easy to get out. I don't even know if I'd need a ladder. I think I could jump. I don't want to Maui see Maui Brook could jump. <laughs> Maui Brook? I like that. I like Maui Brook. Um, <laughs> I feel like you should tell the story of your grandpa because we just said, oh, oh boy. <laughs> like him? Um, because What's the story? I, the, wasn't it like something to do with the wedding? I was going to smell like Oh, our wedding. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to butcher it a little bit. I'm, the specifics. Com- I'm uh, proclaiming today that, oh boy. Is it smelling like a rose? rose. I'm going to come out Are going like to be rose. lexicons in the butt clencher community. Okay. Well, I would say these more too if I knew people understood it. So my grandfather, so my mom's dad, um, lived to be a fantastic 96, mm-hmm. I believe. His mother lived to be 104. Three, no. I'm definitely going to die before you. <laughs> 105, because she lived in three centuries, so she needs those five years where she was three years into the. That's wild. Eight? No, it's always year. It's always off. The 20th century, 21st century. So she was in the 19th century, even though it was the 1800s. Yeah, blows my mind. Came over on a boat from England, crazy. Went back to high school when she was like, to get her wow, degree wow, when wow, she was wow, like wow. 70 something. Anyway. So she did. She was 105, but she lived in three because she passed away in 2002. So she made it she by two years. She was born in 1897 or eight. Yeah. That's crazy. Can you imagine no. what she witnessed happen in the world between that time and when like the the advancements and maybe anybody from any, like anybody spanning that amount of time would feel that way. But I just feel like those 105 years specifically are like insane. Pretty revolutionary. Because all, all advancements now seem to be like technology based. They're yeah. all in this sort of same. Right. But it was like. She literally came over on a ship <laughs> from England and by the end was like texting on an iPad. I just am like, what? Wow. Grandma's got an iPad. <laughs> anyway, my grandpa, wonderful man. He, One of the, there, there are a few people that I wish were still alive to see and visit us on Maui. Mm. Your grandpa's one of them and my grandpa's one of them. Yes, 100%. I just feel like they would have come. Yeah. They would have come and visit and stayed with us and that would have been such like a rich yeah. kind of intimate experience with them. Yeah. So so I could I could do a whole episode on him. But so for our me and T, from our wedding. Are we, you calling me T now? Sometimes I do. I, go, I say hey T all the time. That doesn't feel right. I don't think I say me and tea very yeah. often because that kind of sounds rhymey. <laughs> me and tea. Me and tea. Kicking it again. <laughs> we got some big clap energy. Okay. In first grade, I just went by tea. I know. I cut the J. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> well, in kindergarten, I went by Theodore <coughs> because that's when you learn how to write your name. Yeah. And I didn't just want to write TJ. Mm. And I think I got burned out. <laughs> Oh, for sure. And then I just cut it's, it to T. Way too long. But then in first grade, I also won student of the year at the elementary school. So maybe school, they correlated. So. You didn't spend all your time writing your name. Oh, I wasn't writing that J, so I had so much time to do other things. <laughs> anyway, for our wedding, our wedding favors were jars of honey from my grandpa's hives. So we like had these tiny little jars with these cute little labels. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what they said, but it was cute and clever. It was just so cute. It was so cute. And they were all like stacked up and that's what you picked up on yep. your way out. And so I was not there for all of the conversations surrounding the amount of honey needed, but it was something to do with like, it's like 
one of the, I'm even going to butcher it. It was one of those scenarios where we were like doing two different types of math and grandpa fully understood the weight we needed and the jars we were filling. Mm. It's like we were, one of us was almost like inches and uh, like centimeters or something where you're like, one I was of, hoping you would get there yeah. for a second. <laughs> you're like, I don't like you were going to make it. Inches and pounds. <laughs> well, maybe. Exactly. It was just like two different forms of math were happening in grandpa's. You guys are talking about the jars, I think, and how many jars you need. And like, he's going to give you honey in bulk. Some, you're there like, was a yeah. confusion. And so my mom and I were so confident in our math. And the whole time, he's confident in his math because he knows he's right. Yeah. And we were just not quite getting there. And so he was just like, he just couldn't wait for us to figure out that we were wrong. And so after all of our explaining, like, no, no, don't you understand that blue, 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 and the jars hold this much, and we have this many jars, and blah, blah, blah. And you're buying it from him. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. I think. Or yeah, because that's why he got so excited, because you were going to buy too much. Ah, that's what yeah. it was. <laughs> and he, he just was giddy and beside himself, and I can picture his rosy little face sitting there saying, oh, boy, why, why I'm going to come out smelling oh, like a rose. <laughs> he was so pumped. Uh, we ended up figuring out the correct math then and but, paid him appropriately and all the things. But well, we say boy, boy a lot because that was a grandpa thing. Yeah. Good times. Uh, okay. So so before we get started. Yeah. Do you have any questions for me before we get started? Um, question one. Um, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. How dare you? Do I have that one? Um, I don't know. I was going to. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do. Okay. I was going to ask could, you what you're reading. We could also and then I don't know if we want to talk about that yet. This question. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, and I was going to say, I was going to steal Oprah's question. What's on? Tell me about what's on your nightstand. Yeah. Well, joke's, joke's on, on you. All My us. nightstand is being used as a tripod right now. <laughs> it's that camera. <laughs> that is what's on your nightstand. I was like, what other questions can I ask? Uh, okay, so... I'm going to ask Brooke how her week is, but then I'm going to answer the question. How's oh. your week? I don't get to answer? No, you can just... But I want to tell the story. Oh. My week was great. Okay. Right? Here's what happened. We started out friends. <laughs> it was cool. But it was all pretend. No, it, it really was great. I feel like we are... I'm even more self-conscious to say again this week, hey, we're also kind of sick, but we're coming out of it. No, you and Sonny are still sick. Yeah, it's true. It's not Me, all of us. June, June is totally Daisy. fine. Daisy's... Ow. I just punched the wall when I said that. <laughs> I think I scratched some paint off. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> anyway, that was my week. Yeah. But yeah, that wasn't all my week. No. So last week, or maybe like a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. maybe not even then, I... No, it would have been about then because I was like, this weekend or next weekend? Yeah. Okay. So we needed enough time for me to say that. I get a direct message on Instagram that says... And this is a message we've gotten quite a few times. Hey, where should we stay in Maui? To, to most of the time, I'm like, I don't know. We stay in our house. So it's hard for me to like <laughs> give you a good, yeah. good advice. Is there two of you? Are there 12 of you? Yeah. What's your budget? Do you have yeah. a car? Where are you flying yeah. from? How long are you staying? So many questions. So many questions for me to just basically give an answer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I get this message. Hey, we're coming to Maui for our anniversary. We're to, trying to. We're trying to just for the weekend. Uh, do you guys have any suggestions on where we could stay or could we stay with you? LOL. <laughs> and so I click over this person's profile and I'm like, they seem normal. And so I turned the phone around to Brooke and I said, Hey, these people are wondering if they could stay at our house. And I'm like, like in our house, like downstairs. 
Like in our room? And fully expecting Brooke to say, (laughs) no, are you kidding me? Get out of here. Honestly, where does it end with you people? (laughs) So she's like, I don't know. Let me see him. And so she looked at her Instagram. She's like, oh, I I think I follow this girl. I do. On Easy Pretty Clean. I've seen this stuff before. Well, I didn't know that much. I just said, I've seen some of these reels. Okay. This person looks familiar. Yeah. So I must follow her on Easy Pretty Clean. So... <laughs> Brooke, to my surprise and shock, is like, sure. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, are you feeling okay? Must be, you know, get enough Hey, sleep. I'm sick. You just ask me whatever you want. Maui, Maui, sick Maui Brooke doesn't, doesn't care Maui about anything. Jumping out windows. And, <laughs> um, so I say, hey, you can stay with us. <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? You guys seem normal. Like, you know. And so... A week and a half later, they showed up. Bing bong. Bing bong. They were here. Uh, we spent a few days with them, went to the beach, hung out. They did their own thing. They used our minivan. They and ate dinner with us. We started, <laughs> We all started watching a show together. Yeah, we did. And then, whew, yeah. the next day, I they said- They watched episode two without us. Those mother- I said- <laughs> <laughs> I said the next morning, they got back from whatever they were doing. By the afternoon. Hey, you guys been thinking about the show? Because that's how I know I like a show. Yeah. If I watch episode one or two, and then the next day, I'm still thinking about it, I'm like, I'm into it. But I've seen many episodes one and two, and I don't ever think about it again, which means I just don't care. And I kept thinking about it. So you asked him. So I brought it up to our new friend group, (laughs) and they were like, oh, we already watched episode two. I was like, so TJ's already watched it. Well- you had watched it originally. That's I watched how it on you even Sabbath. Told us to watch and it. And I was like, man, I think this is a show we could get into. Right. Uh, it's called Silo on yeah. Apple TV. Yeah. First two episodes are but, really good. Yeah. Anyway, so. Leaving me behind. So they sh- showed up. Down in the silo. And <laughs> we, you know, we're getting to know them at our. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking about? At our about? kitchen counter. Oh, yeah. Know? And one of them looks up. They're like, so how many people have you let stay in your house like this? And I was like. One, you guys right here. And I was like, I don't know if it was just Brooke's mood or if like just the Lord was like, yeah, this is what you got to do. Yeah. I, I don't know the reason why, but but we did it. And it ended up being, it, we've, we've been having this conversation for probably like three months yes. of what is some, so we, so obviously we sell t-shirts, yeah. we have the podcast, yeah. we have our social media, we do a lot of digital stuff. We've added the live events, which we've really enjoyed. Yeah. And we've talked about what is the sort of next thing that we can do with our audience. What's an ex- not extra like bonus extras and it doesn't count, but like what's an additional in-person thing that we could pursue yeah. and what do we want that to look like and what season are we in personally? And so like, what do we have the capacity for that to look like? And so obviously I'm talking lots to, of conversations swirling around that. And I'm talking to Jeff and Jeremy and Brad because Jeff and Jeremy do this they do integrated, which has been really amazing, right. obviously, for all of us here. Um, they also do something called Family Teen Camp, where they vacate. Jer- Jeremy leads that up. He goes to vacation. He goes to Florida with his friend, with his family. Yeah. And then you like rents a giant house, and then people go and stay Come with him. Come on vacation with them. Yeah. And so it's like get to dive deep with Jeremy, but you also get to do- go to Disney World, and it's yeah. like you know win win win. Um, and then the Ghost Runners <laughs> just did a vacation in. Florida. Yeah. And so I was talking to Brad all about that, seeing yeah. how it went. And he was like, oh, so good. And so we've been having these conversations about like, what is that look like? And I, and so one day I was like, well, 
a lot of our hesitation ends up being on like, we have to travel so far to even do one of those things. Yes. And so how do we do that with kids and with people? Who like it just becomes just a lot. A tangle. I'm not like, we're going to drive two hours to this Airbnb and yeah. people are going to meet us there. Yeah. If you really and, need me, call me and I'll come home and help yeah. the kid. Like it just doesn't work like that when you live on an island. And so I said, why don't we just say yes to these people now that yeah. you've already said it and I've already said it. And just see like if it's totally weird or if it goes really well. And we're like, yeah. hey, we could probably do that. Right. And people are coming to us. And so it went really well. Yeah. They were chill. And so we are doing something that I think is surprising us. But I also think it's like it's. Well, we were talking in the car the other yeah. day about how at le- I don't know if Sunny was born. Right. When we were having conversations, we were looking at certain properties. We were having, I mean, this is a long time ago. Certain conversations. When we first moved here or even in Pennsylvania. No, even in Pennsylvania with like select, like we were looking at certain locations to live or move or properties to buy with literally the criteria in mind of like, we want people to be able to come and stay with us. We blah, 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 blah. Like we had this whole list and I'm like, here we are here. Yeah. Everything on the list we were like an airport within 20 minutes yeah. of us. Like we literally had yeah. all these specific things. And I'm like, holy cow, it's this house. Yeah. And we have really been sort of feeling like, man, the Lord has really put it on our hearts to like help people find rest and peace. Mm. And, and Maui is such a list. magical place to do that. Um, and we've experienced that firsthand. We've taken trips here. Um, oh, yeah. Even not living here. We had come here twice. Come to Hawaii in general three times. Hawaii three times. Maui specifically twice. And Maui twice, really like... Twice. And yeah. even if I never moved, I like they were it, it really impactful trips. Yes. And so what we're going to do is we're going to open up our <laughs> guest room for people to come and stay with us. Yeah. Uh, as simple as that. We yeah. have an application we have, this is going to be a super limited thing that we do. Obviously, yeah. it's not like uh, we're just going to open the doors and <laughs> run a hotel. Right, like, right. It's going to be super limited. But the goal is to have you beautiful butt clenchers um, <laughs> come stay with us and and we can hang out and we can go to the beach and we're still going to do our normal lives. Right. But you know, if you want to eat dinner with us, you can. If you want to yeah. go out, that's fine. Uh, I think ideally we're just looking for like couples to, that want to do a getaway 100%. type trip. Yeah, uh, we are sort of open to the idea of a family coming, but it's gonna your chances go way, <laughs> go down, way down if you're like, I want to come with my whole family. Yeah, not because we don't love your family, but because I'm trying to protect our girls yeah. a little bit in just the constant slew of kids. Yeah, you know, we already have. Yet yeah, so the other day, Junie was like, "Mom, ask me how many cousins I have." <clears throat> And I was like, okay, how many cousins do you have? That's so sweet when kids do yeah. that. They literally need you to ask them, you know, out loud. So they can, instead of just saying, hey, mom, I was thinking about. Anyway, how many cousins do you have? Well, I have 22. I have 17 on dad's side, which I actually think it's more than that. Yeah. Maybe not if, the, if you take out the three of them, I guess, because they're not cousins. Anyway, five on yours. And so the math on that is, and she was just so cute. Yeah. Like, to, anyway, I say all that to say, we already have a lot of kids coming through yep. our house. And so that's the main reason that we're like, <clears throat> let's offer it to couples who want to like, you know, I, I feel like a lot of couples, I'll speak for ourselves, like like not so much right now because we live here, but in the past it was like, yeah, it's our anniversary. Like, let's go do that. Mm-hmm. Let's get away. Let's go somewhere for a couple nights. Let's make this thing. Let's celebrate. And then there's like 
5,000 possibilities yep. and there's a lot of stuff to figure out and you it fizzles because it's like you're overwhelmed by all the right. things you have to figure out. And so I think one of the beautiful things about traveling so far to come here is that once you get here, it's not that every decision is made for you, but it's that like every decision I think feels so much easier because you've done the harder part, which mm -hmm. is just getting here, yep. which really isn't that hard. It's no. not like scary hard. It's just long. Yep. And then that's my hope that when people come, they really feel rested and like I'm up for whatever, whether mm -hmm. I go to the beach or I do this right now, or I drive up the mountain mm -hmm. or whatever, that like some of the decisions feel easy and relaxing. And because of that, it allows for more, conversations, more contemplation, mm -hmm. more reflection. Like oh, you and I have gotten into some of our best, it's a ep whole episode about the life-changing yep. habit of travel or yep. practice of travel yep. because it, it shakes you up a little bit and then you get to have these really awesome conversations while also experiencing something you've probably never experienced yep. before. So all the detail, there's an application because we can't just allow anybody. <laughs> um, and what it includes and the price and all that kind of stuff is in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're hoping we're going to try it for six months or seven months. I've, I've got it till next June, sort of the dates picked yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're just like, we, I mean, I do miss interacting with our audience and our people and, you know, it used to happen so much more naturally when we lived mainland and we yep. either had a store or we just saw people like we yep. saw people at the, our church or we saw people yep. somewhere and that happens less and less here. Although, Although it happened in Costco the other day. <laughs> Someone came up to me and was like, Hey, are you? TJ from Walk in Love and I'm like literally cutting a hot dog with like not I'm more ripping a hot mm -hmm. dog into feet and I'm like yeah I I am uh, <laughs> with three kids with you. and she's uh, he's like oh my uh, my sister or she's like my sister is such a huge fan of the podcast yeah can I Facetime her and right I'm like, sure let's do it cost you know? a hot dog yeah. at all and so I Facetime her I couldn't hear her so I can't say her name because I, I yeah, can't remember it, it. Too. Uh, it was too loud but it did happen here and it's so, it happened at Akamai one time too yeah. <laughs> And June and Sunny and Daisy always recognize me. So that's, <coughs> that's basically every day. Yeah, basically every day. Um, no, but I don't even mean rec getting recognized. I just meant like. Yeah, just um, talking to people and interacting. Actually getting and, to know yeah. people who feel like they know us. It's, yep. it's very enjoyable to have it go the other way as well. So yeah. So, so we're. I'm kind of surprised, but I'm also not. When I think about like the, the road, the conversations that have mm -hmm. landed us here. And just that like we were given that gift of like a purpose and a reason to come. And so like, if your reason we is like, invited. you just want to hang with us and Maui's the bonus, or you want to come to Maui and we're the bonus, whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and then I think that there's like a lot of value too in like, you'll stay in our home and see how we do life. We were sitting on the couch watching the first episode of Silo and making this communal pact yeah, to watch thought, at the same pace. I thought we were going to watch at the same pace, but we were betrayed. <laughs> um, so, and Sunny comes out, and is like, uh, you know, I'm tired. Oh, like, like out of not wanting to go to bed. Not yet. wanting to go to bed. Put her back down, mm -hmm. back out, and they're like, man, it's really encouraging to see that it's just not not just our kids. Oh, you know, and, and so there's an element of just seeing someone in their natural life to be to be inspiring and to to just see like little tips and tricks I'm and okay things too. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so that's really cool. And then obviously we have all the beach stuff. We have paddle boards. We have surfboards. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have beach chairs. Like, you just don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. We have a full kitchen. You can yeah. eat with us if you want. Um, <laughs> or yeah. you can just use our room as a place to sleep and... Go we'll out the back door on your own. And yeah. 
We'll so we're doing it. We're super stoked. Wow. And we hope to see you guys soon. First one's in August. If anybody's like can can make it can figure bold, it out that fast. That bold. Yeah. So I love it. It's hot here in August, but it's fun. It's fun. You can come to the gym with me if you want. Oh boy. <laughs> so that was So before we get started, let's talk. I'm just kidding. Oh. We just for the whole the rest of the episode. Now, now let's now let's get started. Yeah. Um, but before we do that. <laughs> okay. So last week we decided we, we told you we were going to talk about the Seacrest collection. And I'm I mean, saying we did in terms of like it's available the yeah. this time. And I'm saying Seacrest, not Seacrest, like Ryan Seacrest. Mm. I don't know why we would name a collection Seacrest. The Seacrest collection. But like you know how we've told people to message us Seacrest? Some people more, have, than, pe- more than more one. than one has mentioned us messaged us seacrest seacrest like like ryan like or like a c and then a crest a uh, seacrest <laughs> collection seacrest what's that game are you saying see the world or sea world uh, exactly what's that game where you you don't really know what you're saying it's like all mm-hmm. gibbered together and you have to read it really fast over and over and you say it you over and over it, again or so your te- teammate here hears it or whatever yeah. that's a good one that is a good one. <laughs> I don't remember the name, but it's funny. Yeah. So we, we were going to talk about this last week, but we kind of got derailed. And I think the conversation we had was really awesome and amazing. I was encouraged by it at least. Mm-hmm. So at least one of us was. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> okay. I've actually thought about it. I feel <clears throat> like I have some additional thoughts, but I don't really want to derail this episode okay. so, in, into that one. <clears throat> the Seek Rest Collection. We got our cheat sheet here. We got all of our stickers. Oh, there's eight here. We've been saying seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're counting this one twice. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do that? I, don't know. I guess I, I put all the rest of the piles over there. Oh. Guys, there's seven signs. <laughs> um, Nobody panic. So, what, what, uh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what, a, how do I, what, schwabity, schwabity, ashwoods, what design right now? It might be speaking to you on a deeper level or that you've been thinking about or that you've been seeing or I, I guess that's my question for the day of mm. what is the reminder that you can wear that we're producing this mm. collection that you feel like you need to wear or that you probably should wear but you don't want to wear because <laughs> then I have to think about it <laughs> um, for me um, I'll go first if you, okay. if you want me to sure so for me I it's this one it might be second on my list. I'm the vine, you are the branches. Um, I definitely have a hard time abiding. Mm. Like, I don't want to sit still very often. I don't mm-hmm. want to just like be in. I don't want. I don't want to practice solitude. Yeah. I don't want to practice silence. I don't want to practice silence. I have trouble praying for longer periods of time than maybe four minutes right and so about like to picture jesus as the vine and me as the branches and having to abide in him is definitely something that is very challenging for me and Mm -hmm. so to see it um is convicting and so that's the one that, to me, as as we you know kind of start wearing these items, you know, there's it's weird. We get all the items, we're super stoked, and then we hang them all, we steam them all, and hang them all up, mm-hmm. and we don't really wear them because I'm like, I don't want to get them sweaty. Right, I can't fully wear them in my life, uh, life. You know, so we put them on for the podcast. Until we were done with like making the reels yeah. and doing the stuff, because yeah. And so I find myself sort of 
excited to wear it, but also kind of nervous to wear it because I'm just like, oh man, that's tough. Mm. That's going to be tough for me. I don't want to find the full reference and read it. Yeah. Any yeah. thoughts on that? I've had a, I mean, we talked about it a little bit in some of the home joy stuff, but just the more like, uh, like being productive, like a tree, you know, mm-hmm. and like the organic metaphors. And so that's why this one was second on my list because I, I do love the reminder of like being connected and this source of that. Like I don't just become a Christian and then I'm over here on my own trying to like figure it out and, and be filled up and have the power and have Mm -hmm. like, I'm not like on a little Island that like I am connected to the source of it all. Mm -hmm. And that's why, that's why I literally love the design too. the actual like, uh, you know, pattern of it. <clears throat> so it's from John 15. I'm the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit So and so prove to be my disciples. And so when I read that, two things that pop out to me. One is, it's a little scary. Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to be cut away and thrown into the fire? Definitely feel that fear. Really? On some level. I don't think like, I believe that my that I'm secure in Jesus. But right. There's Not an element sense, of like. But in like the, uh, like it, it missing out on, be- on on not like, oh, your best life. But like. Like on the on all that they're all he has to offer on the fullness of life is it like is that what you're no of? there's an element of it that's like I don't know mm. you know th- there's definitely references in scripture where he's like get away from me I'm gonna act like I never knew you mm. and I don't want to be that person yeah you know uh, and so there's there's just that 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 always stands out to me because mm. I don't think modern Christianity is really like ever hit with that like if someone starts preaching on that you're like gosh turn or burn we get it. Yeah. And it's like, well, there is some truth to that. Right. You know, so it's in the word of God. <laughs> so let's, what are you laughing at? No, just you. Uh, like, yeah, that is how culture is like, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, well, let's, whoa. Let's not step on anybody's toes. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously not you, but right. <laughs> someone maybe exactly like you could, you know, and so there's an element of like the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And so I feel that fear of the Lord. Like I, I read that passage mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's a little scary. It's a little butt clenchy for me. Mm. So that's the first thing that stands out to me. <clears throat> and then the second is, and this is always really hard for me. Um, uh, hold on, where is it? Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Okay. That part. And then every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Right. That is not an easy verse to read. Right. Because I mean, but it's literally like gardening 101. Of which we've just started. Like you you do that on purpose so that it does bear more fruit. Yeah. It's it's a real practice. And I love that practice like, for you. 
<laughs> or for I love that for I you. love that for you and for uh, <laughs> the watermelons and the cucumbers that we're growing. Yeah. But I don't love it for me. Mm. And so I feel that some and I and th- that's why this is a challenge to wear and it's a reminder that I def- desperately need because I find myself being you know, I can sway so heavily to like, oh, things aren't going my way. I guess God doesn't love me or I guess right. I'm unworthy or I guess I, I, you know, I don't matter. Or mm-hmm. I can feel all those things. And it's like, well, maybe I'm just being pruned, mm. you know, so that I can bear more fruit. Maybe maybe the kids that I have are have made me step into a pruning season where I'm pruning some of the qualities that I've mm-hmm. acquired over life and they're yeah. kind of showing them to me. Yeah. Um, and so those are the two things that stand out to me. And those are the two things that I find myself challenged by as I read that verse and as I see it on the the shirt and the sticker that like, oh yeah, because I think naturally I'm very good at thinking that I'm the vine, Mm. you know, and that maybe June and Sunny are the branches. Like I, I you know, or that my business is the branch. You could go into that and like, you could use that metaphor if you wanted as like your family tree and like blah, blah, blah. But from, from this, from what we're talking about. But I think sometimes, you know, we all are guilty of sort of putting ourselves on the throne in our lives. Mm. And so to read it, to read that and to, you know, know that this is what it's referring to, it's definitely a challenge of dying to oneself, living for someone else other than myself. Mm. And that is not easy to do. And that sometimes feels very difficult. And sometimes just feels frustrating that I wish it was easier. I I find myself feeling that a lot in life. I wish it was just easier. Yeah. But it's not. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't right that be place, nice? Right time. Yeah, right place, right time. Free donuts for all. Um, so yeah, that's that's the one that mm. kind of just pops out to me. Well, <laughs> the one that I'm picking that stands out to me right now surprises me a little bit because we've had it for a long time, and I actually don't know if I've ever kept an item that says it, which is the "Do Not Worry." Mm. I don't mean that I've never kept it; like I don't like it. I actually love this handwriting and design. But I just, I don't know. Whatever items we put it on, I must like the other colors. And like, I just, okay. I don't know if I've ever really held on to one. Which is funny because we've had it on a lot of stuff. We have, yes. Um, I mean, you just held on I to I mean, I have other month. things yeah. that say do not worry. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean this specific design. Because okay. uh, like the the tea of the month says it. Yeah, and, sold out. Um, I've got that in three sizes because <laughs> I love it so much. Um, but I was reading recently, I... I to be honest, I don't exactly know how I'm tying this in. Okay. Although it was like a light bulb, like, huh, didn't know that. Yeah. Never paid attention to that before. I'm going to have to start paying attention to that in my life. And I bet that will make a difference. I was reading recently about the difference between a fear, a worry, and a, and anxiety. What book? People are going to ask The three difference. Uh, Raising Worry-Free Girls by Sissy Goff. Okay. Fantastic. Everything she does and David Tom, that that whole crew of people writing books in Nashville does is fantastic. So she's talking about how a fear is, ah. oh my <laughs> word, you <laughs> actually jumped a little bit. Oh, my insides. You're so mean. Um, <laughs> you didn't think it would work though and it did. Um, a fear is typically something very specific. And again, she's talking about kids, but as I'm reading this book and highlighting, I'm like, oh, oh hit me, it me. hit me, it me as a kid, it me now with just with different coping skills. Like, you know, yeah. still me though. Um, naturally pretty, 
predispositioned towards like what if worried type thinking. Um, and so a, a, a fear is typically something very specific. Like for kids, I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of spiders. I'm afraid of whatever. It's like you can name it. The government it. infringing on my rights. Right. I'm afraid of, exactly. <laughs> okay. And, and one thing that I, that I love that stood out was she was just talking about how like fears like that are very normal for children. Yeah. They're actually very developmental. Like okay. what the different things that they fear, again, they're always specific because it's a fear, like from when they're like infants to then when they're toddlers to when they're in elementary school. And then by middle school, they're afraid of peers not liking them. They're afraid of, you know, whatever, okay. all the way up, like till you grow up. Now, worry is, sharks. is something, right. Um, worry, so like if you can see my hands and if you're even not, like I, I'm going to say, I'm going to like, you could do it in circles, I guess, or just like the scope of something getting wider. Okay. But fear is very specific. Okay. And then with worry, you start to get a little bit wider. Okay. You're worried about. So when you're, in, when you're living in fear, you have blinders on and all you can see is that thing that you're afraid of or yes i don't know if it's blinders as much as like if somebody says oh i'm really afraid of it's usually more specific and it's narrowed down okay it's not like the and we'll get there it's like just yeah so then worry is just a little bit broader you're worried about you your worry encompasses a little bit more and then by the time you get to like because in this book she's really talking about like kids with like anxiety disorders which i do not believe any of our girls have it i'm just reading the book because all of it is so helpful for the book and we naturally have like a little worrier i think but um she's you know she's an actual like counselor therapist and she's so she's telling us this scale this fear to then worry to then like full-blown anxiety and by the time we get to anxiety we start saying things like i am or i have Mm. i am anxious i have anxiety it becomes this it becomes who we are an identity it's a very much an identity this very wide thing that encompasses anything that we're afraid of or worried about instead of this like no i'm just actually i'm actually just afraid of heights i'm afraid of this i'm afraid of that and i'm i'm just fearful about these things we let it be this not let it, it happens, this like all encompassing. And I just never heard that progression. Mm. And and then when she was saying that fears are very normal and developmental and like 99.9% of everybody works through those fears. Mm-hmm. Like it's just part of it. They, they learn after enough time, they don't need to be afraid of the dark. They learn after enough time, right. their friends are gonna stick around, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And then by the time it get, creeps into anxiety and we switch it to be this like, it is who I am. I just think about how powerful your identity is. And when your identity is wrapped up in that, how I feel like almost, I feel like almost that's the blinders. I don't Mm. know. You know what I mean? Like it's not because I'm talking about. Yeah, it's becoming all consuming, but then there is an element where it's like, it totally consumes you that you almost have tunnel vision about your life. Yes, about who this. you are. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this because I have anxiety or because yes. I'm an anxious person. Yeah. Where it's like, <clears throat> you're afraid of heights. Like, I'm afraid of heights. Yes. That becomes like, well, I, I can go on a run. I can go in the ocean. <laughs> I can I can do all these things. Yeah. I just don't want to do that thing because right. I'm actually afraid of it. Yeah. Where I feel like anxiety works the opposite way where you're like, 
because of this anxiety. Now I'm afraid of going on a run, Every, going in the everything. Ocean, everything because everything it just has all, it's all consuming. And I, I didn't know we were going to talk about this. I really wish I had the book in front of me. Um, yeah. She's just talking about how like anxiety is a disproportionate, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, a disproportionate, proportionate, it's hard to say, response to something. Like, so the, so what you're afraid of or your fear or your worry is way bigger than it really is. Yeah. And then you have way less trust in yourself than you should. Mm. And so it's this imbalance of like, this is awful meets I've never gotten through it before. No remembering of the lion and the bear, mm. like no trust in yourself, no trust in your ability. And that's where I was like, <laughs> highlight, highlight. And do you feel that? Me, me, me. Only when I'm only when I read it through that <clears throat> lens, which I believe is totally accurate, do I see like when I feel anxious, like I'll use that, like this swirling, overwhelming anxiousness, not just worried like, oh, I'm worried the kids won't like her. I'm worried about, you know, mm -hmm. about this and about that or about them not having fun. Did they like the meal? Like that's a worry, <laughs> you yeah. know, but this like all encompassing, I can't climb out of it anxiety is usually when I've overestimated the threat or the fear. I don't have an example right now. Um, let's pretend building our new website, which I actually have zero anxiety overall, okay. but I'm going to use that as my example. I have, I've made a monster of it. I've built it up in my head to mm -hmm. be this thing that is so big and awful and anxious yeah. and it's never going to work and it's going to fail and I'm not going to do a good job and blah, blah, blah. But right there, I'm not going to do a good job. I'm now feeding into the zero trust that I've ever done it before. Mm. I'm not remembering that like I'm actually brave and strong and I can do all these things. I'm competent. I'm, and so it's this, when you get to the anxiety, it's this like shift or, uh, the scales become like even more off, balance. even more yeah. off balance. You have zero. And that's what she's teaching in this book. Like your girl, your worried girl has zero trust in herself. And she's overestimating the problem. Mm. And so I believe what is going to be and taught. And we see that in one of our kids. And I believe what yeah. is going to be taught is like, and, and what she's even said a little bit is like the way to, you, it's hard to just tell a kid, hey, don't overestimate that. It's not as scary as you think. Right. Because somebody tells that to me and I'm like, I got some choice words for you right <laughs> now. Like, what do you mean? Spicy Maui Brooks <laughs> going to jump out a window on top of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, but what we need to do is teach them to remember, yep. teach them to keep track of and <clears throat> remember like, no, you've done this. You can do this. Here's where you're brave. Here's where you're strong. Yep. Here's where all these things. All this to say, this That's jumps good. out at me, the do not worry design, because I'm, I'm realizing, I kind of said it, that like, I'm still, I don't know if I'd say anxious all the time. Like that, no. that feels too all encompassing. I think I can get there, especially postpartum, especially when some just like other things in life are happening, I can slip into that pretty easily. I think most of the time I just land in the more worried what if. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, what if, you know, just like this, these cycles. But being able to recognize that I'm still in them a little more than I thought. Like I could see Little Brook mm. <laughs> when I was reading that. It's going to make me cry. I think I say that every episode. There's a splice. Yeah. Every time I say it's going to make me cry from like all 160 yeah. episodes. I'm not going to edit that together, but no, that but sounds like a great idea. It sounds like a great Someone wants to do it for me? You sure. know, a uh, couple of things. Like it makes me really grateful that I do have more awareness and better coping skills than I did as a kid, mm -hmm. which that's not like a, 
hey kid broke you should have known like not at all i don't mean it like that because the the kids are gonna do everything they can with what they've been given yep right naturally through god through their parents whatever like Mm -hmm. i mean given in in the broad sense but then also like the we have we as parents have such power to help to give our kids more gifts and tools in this area Mm. and so yeah i just like i and i don't think i ever have but i don't want to ever speak over my kids that that's their identity Mm. oh you're just really you're just a really anxious kid yeah you're just you really have a lot of anxiety or they're in the room and i'm talking about them yeah oh man does she struggle with anxiety like i i do not want to because now we're talking identity instead of like she's afraid that if she wears this shirt and it's the wrong one that her friend doesn't have like no 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 no. like that is not yeah and so i don't ever want to do that and it takes a kid like 17 times to hear something before they start to believe it Oh, I would imagine it's less than that. No, it's but. about 17, I think, <laughs> scientifically, 16 okay. or 17. Yeah. Um, and so you think of, one, all the crap that they're hearing. Yeah. But two, like if you as a parent who has more authority in their lives yeah. are talking about how anxious your kid is and they're a room over or or sitting at the same kitchen table, yeah. you know, and, and it doesn't have to be anxious. It can be anything, how mad they get or how angry they are, or how frustrating they can be or how, you know, and speaking any sort of like yeah. identity like that over them or in front of them. Anyway, it's not like, and, and my parents never did that. And they were never like, Brooke, you're so anxious. Like right. they didn't speak that over me at all. And I still really struggled with it. Um, but yeah, I kind of lost my train of thought a little bit, but I, this one stands out because I'm recognizing how much worry I do still have, mm-hmm. even though my coping skills and tools they're not that's not bad it's not like a repression coping skill but like a a legitimate coping skill is way better but that i still have a lot of room for growth especially if i want to bring my girls along Mm -hmm. in the direction that i'm headed yeah and so yeah and so a phrase that we say a lot is remember the lion and the bear and so that's a reference to david when he when he fought goliath he remembered that he fought a lion and he fought a bear to yes. shave his, save his sheep. And so oftentimes, I think when that imbalance happens, yeah. w- one, we, we, we've totally forgotten the lion and the bear. Yeah. Um, and we, we often think like Goliath is even bigger than, That's than, he, yes, than he is. Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> a lot of things that we try to do with our girls is we try to remind them, a lot about the lions and the bears. And yeah. so like today, today's a great example. There was a special ab class at the gym. <laughs> oh boy, and so I went, work out. I went and I took all three girls because we, we've been on this sort of different work schedule where Brooke has needs a lot more computer time. So I'm trying to just take the girls mm-hmm. out of the house because yeah. they'll just default come to you mm-hmm. um, when they need something. And so we went to the gym and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was fun. It was great. But June really I mean, it was a 30 minute app class yeah. was it it was <laughs> thankfully like daisy was jumping on me so like i kind of had an out to stop at times yeah um, which i was thankful for Smart. always yeah. take your toddler yes. so you don't have to work as hard yeah um and so but she's really wants to learn how to climb the rope because after everyone is kind of dispersed i take the ropes down and she swings from them june june not does daisy. june does yeah the eight-year-old um yeah. and so 
I just keep telling her to remember how she used to struggle hanging on the bar and how she can. Yeah. And it's like, we just have to keep reminding them of the lions and the bears and their lives. Yeah, of the progress they've made because it, it's easy to forget. Because she'll quickly, maybe not quickly, but she could just Sometimes be like, quickly, I yeah. could never climb this rope because I can hear myself saying that about, mm-hmm. literally about climbing that exact rope and mm-hmm. now I can. Yeah. You know, but at first I was just like, oh man, maybe once. Yeah. You know, yeah. and now there's workouts where we do it a dozen times. Yeah. And so I, I just think as we as we deal with our worry and we try not to worry ourselves. Yes, which this book also touches on we, big time. We need to have language and encouragement to our kids that doesn't just say, hey, don't worry. Correct. Don't worry about That's that. That's not a tool. That's a command. Yeah. Or a statement. <laughs> you know, instead just be like, remember how you used to not be able to hold on to the bar and now you can shimmy yeah. across it? The same thing is going to happen with the rope. Right. We just got to get there. And you got to wear shoes. Right. I know. I keep telling her, wear your sneakers and you'll be able to do a better job. That's that's footwear 101, (laughs) child. That's good, bro. So I don't, you know, like I, 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 uh, I'm not, yep, yep. I'm not too far in the book. I have read portions of it before and I was like, why am I, why am I doing this? She wrote it in a, she wrote it in an order on purpose. So I'm going back and rereading I'm reading it all and then rereading some of the stuff. And um, so I'm not very far in my first time, but also reread. And uh, that's just really what stood out. This like, man, I, I, I was not, I would have lumped fears, worries, and anxieties all into the same category. Mm. And they are in a broader sense yeah. in the same like style of category. But, but they, they would are, have just been all been in one pot. Yes. And so I also want to listen when my kids say like, oh, mom, at bed, like I'm afraid of. Yeah. I'm afraid that there's something under my bed to realize that that's language. I'm afraid of, I'm fearful of we're in this first very normal category instead of, instead of projecting my own stuff onto it and being like, Oh, this is such a worried child. She's going to be like this her whole life. What are we going to do? I have to get this under control now. Like, no, no, it's not that at all. Mm -hmm. It's actually normal and natural for them to progress through all those fears. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I'll work almost out of time. Um, but I think what I love about this collection, obviously it's ours, you know, so I'm kind of biased. <laughs> but when we were trying to find out what the na- a name for it, I was just looking at all the designs and and it, it, Seacrest just kind of, bound, you know, it's literally on one of the designs. It's a promise on another one of the designs, you know, not worrying as part of that. Abiding in the vine is, I think it's restful. It's on two. I will give you rest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But and, literally, and it says secret. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, that's sorry, what I'm sorry. saying. But I think what I'm realizing as I age mm-hmm. is how powerful rest is, mm. how radically it can change your entire life. It is so powerful and amazing, and it's one of the best gifts we've been given. God created could have created us never to have to sleep. Mm. We could have been 24-7 beings. Yeah. But he created us to rest and yeah. to sleep. And and when we do that and when we step into that fully with Sabbath and with good night's sleep and with, you know, yeah. healthy rhythms and routines, we unleash a power in our lives like nothing else. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, yeah. it is it is so cool and it is so amazing. And so one thing we've been doing lately, we're doing this token system mm-hmm. with our ki- our girls right now. You know, you get a token... It, chores and for you this get a different. token for a variety of things but they're we're using them specifically to be redeemed for 
screen time. Yeah. Either they're choosing their iPad or not their an iPad to play on yeah. or Mario Kart or a show whatever. or something like that. And so <clears throat> I tell them, I said, I'll give you a token if you take a nap. Yeah. Like I'll give I actually you, think you said two or three yeah, tokens. Because I want them to know that rest is super valuable. I want that because I just wrote a whole thing today. <laughs> I could go so deep into this, but we're already at 55 minutes. And, but. and so I, I hope that whatever design you end up getting from the collection, and we do hope that you uh, buy, pick one, up. Pick yeah. one out. Um, I, I certainly hope that you really pursue that idea of seeking rest because yeah. we don't default to rest. No. We don't, it doesn't just happen naturally. We don't mm -hmm. find stillness and solitude just on our own. I mean, maybe some of you are out there amazing at it and that's really awesome and amazing. Right. But for the most of us, for you. Yeah, I love that for you. I would love that for me too. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't happen naturally. And so we do have to seek it, yeah. you know, and What's that's an what, active. Yeah. And it's that's an why it's thing. part of our family motto is like we seek rest, we work mm -hmm. hard and then we seek rest because yeah. if we don't, we'll just seek entertainment or we'll seek, mm -hmm. uh, you know, consumption or like, you know, we'll just seek some other behaviors and call it rest. But what right. we really want to do is seek that good, deep, rest that we find in Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, and so I hope that this collection helps remind you of those things. Yeah. I th is it, what day is it? Today? I think we got to do the code. Oh, we didn't do a code yet? No. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh. Oh, boy. Boy. Is that the code? That's or the smelling code. like a rose? Smelling like a rose. Smelling with a G? Smelling? We don't say smelling. We say smelling. Smelling. But people got to remember how to spell that. Smellin, S M E L L I N, like like a rose. All one, all one phrase. Or boy, just the word boy. Yeah. Or oh boy. What What do you think it should be? Well, boy makes it seem just like gender. Well, like but girl, you're just like inputting words. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Telephone. Yeah, exactly. Just it words? just feels like a random word. But oh boy feels like a oh phrase. Oh boy. Okay. O-H-B-O-Y. Yeah. Or smelling like a rose. Or smelling like a rose. We'll see which one gets more. Oof. Seacrest Collection, May 18th. Mm. May 17th if you're a subscriber. Uh, best way to support the podcast. If everyone in the podcast audience bought a shirt for them and for a friend, we'd break every record we've ever had. If you just bought one for you, we'd still break every record we'd ever had. And that's yeah. what we're hoping for. Yeah. Uh, as as hopefully this podcast adds value to your life and a great way to thank us for that value is buying a t-shirt. Shopping. Yeah. And telling your friends. I mean, you know that the collection's coming because you're a loyal butt clencher. Your friends yes. might not. Yes. So now is the time to tell them, hey. Now is the time. This is happening. And then for you, loyal audience members. Come yeah. to Maui. Come to Maui. Yeah, that, we're only talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. So y'all are the only ones who know. It won't be on any sort of social media ever, just on the podcast. And honestly, depending on how many applicants we get, this might be the only time. True. You know, it we might, might fill up for long enough yeah. that we don't talk about it again. So. Um, cool, Brooke. Good krutata. job. Krutata. Krutata. That means very cool in Russian. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Okay, okay I, love I love you. Bye. bye.